Sports the Comedy Podcast, the Comedy Podcast, the Comedy Podcast. It's the moment you probably weren't waiting for, but it is in fact a moment. This is the Comedy Podcast, Podcast with an A, Podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm your host James Hammond, uh, stand-up comedian, new dad, rapper, battle rapper, human being who goes into woods and camps, camper. Uh, a walker, I walk a lot. This, this is a little about me, so you know who you're talking to. And the point of this podcast is, well, as a comedian, I haven't been able to get out as much as I like over the last while. First off, due to having a kid, then due to having COVID. I mean, I didn't have COVID, but, you know, just having the COVID thing going on. And um, so what I do here is I go to all these old joke pads I have. I got hundreds of them, and I just kind of go over some of the jokes, riff on them, see if there's anything there. That is, uh, that, that might be worthy for stage someday. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. But as always, the show is brought to you by copious amounts of marijuana. It's the perfect way to deal with the stresses of everyday life. Today's uh, marijuana is brought to you by, ooh, Pink Alien. This is some good stuff, really good stuff. Um, I don't know if I can name the sources on air, but, uh, yeah, look for it. Look for the Pink Alien. It's fucking crazy, man. I don't know if it's a good way to start today, but we'll find out. Nice. Tangy. Very tangy. So I got my... My pops. My bongs. My coffee. I'm officially good to go. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. So, first off, on the comedy podcast today, let's go to a book here. Okay. Ooh. <coughs> An old Valens book. Okay. I think the only artist oh, is interesting. This is from when there was a lot of shootings going on, a lot of death and killing. And I mean, I guess that's happening now. So as a joke, who knows? It could resonate even by today's standards. But uh, yeah, I, I only think the people allowed to own guns should be kindly old grandmothers of all races and ethnicities from across the world. It'd be like a UN of grandmas, you know, because if you're if a grandmother's telling you to shoot someone, you're like, they probably deserve it, you know? Like, in reality, you know, if you go to your grandma, you're like, oh, grandma, I want to kill myself. It's like, oh, why, honey? It's like, oh, you know, my girlfriend left me. It's like, no, no, don't do that here. Eat a sandwich. You know, they just give you a sandwich and you feel good, right? Like, oh, grandma, you know, my, uh, I want to, like, I, I still want to, okay, I won't kill myself. I want to kill my girlfriend. Give me the guns, please. It's like, no, no, no. Here's a sandwich and a glass of milk. Don't, don't use the guns to, to shoot them. It's like, all right, fine, fine. Grandma, grandma, uh, there's a bunch of globalists taking over the world through the banking systems and we can't do anything about it. It's like, all right, honey, you can use a gun to do something about that. You know, either way, I just think a council of elderly grandmas probably wouldn't just like, you know, give the order to kill so quickly. Who knows? Maybe I'm way off. Maybe they're just psychopaths inside. They're sweet little melons. You know, you can't tell. Like, I don't think, <laughs> like every old person is just ready to, ready to die, B.I.G. style. You know, notorious. It's ready to throw down. I don't know. But I, I just think that guns would be a lot better. Safer in the hands of old people, right? You know? And less school. And you never, because you, know, you never hear about senior home shootings. You know, you hear about school shootings all the fucking time. Kids go to school. They're all hyped up on Ritalin. Start blasting the place thinking it's Call of Duty. It's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? But you never hear about old people shooting up old folks' homes. You figure one snappy fucking... Old person would lose bingo or, you know, whatever it was, shuffleboard. The big shuffleboard tournament, you know, and uh, <laughs> they got screwed over, right? Someone maybe 
you know, rigged it or something. Who knows? And then they come back with a freaking AK. Just, I'm going to kill you. No, that doesn't happen. Because old people, they've gone through some shit, right? They realize, hey, life is pretty fucking, it's pretty long. It's pretty important. You learn a lot of shit. So you shouldn't just end it so sporadically, right? You know? <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> old people with guns. Fucking, uh, that'd be great, man. Just on every corner. Instead of like the British guard, just like an old grandma. Then the Uzi. It's like, oh, I got the safe walk home. <laughs> Brace yourself, homie. <laughs> just starts <laughs> peppering shots into the crowd. Oh, yeah. Maybe a grandma. Grandmas are great. But not your own grandma. Because your own grandma would probably just pistol whip you with it all the time, right? Like, she would take the liberty. If it was your own grandma, she would take the liberty to be very vicious with the... All my grandmas were great. I never got close enough with them to get pistol whipped, right? But, um... I don't know, grandmas. Actually, this makes me think of a funny story. I've got some hardcore females in my family. You know, everyone is always preaching equal rights, treat email, females with equal rights. I've always had a, a very respect, a very big kind of scared, fearful respect for uh, for females based on the, the ones from my family, right? Like my, my great aunt or my aunt Grace. She was a tough-ass lady. Tough-ass lady, man. This this is how tough she was. When, when she was growing up and she was 14... Uh, her dad was abusive, as they were in the 50s, right? You know, dads were just... A, sounds like dads in the 50s, all they did was drink and beat their wives. That's all they did, right? And so that was what was going on. He was drinking, beating his wife. And 14-year-old Grace said, Hey, look, Dad, if you ever punch my mom again, I'm going to knock you out. And Dad's like, okay, sure, whatever, right? Like, that's going to happen. And, and, well, he did it again, and he straight up got knocked the fidget out by a 14-year-old girl. So, uh, that yeah, she haymakered him, clocked him. One shot knockout, her own dad, and he pretty much left the family because he was fucking embarrassed. He was like, I can't live in a house with a 14-year-old girl who knocked me out. And I, I get that. I couldn't either, right? It would be it'd be terrifying. Around every corner, you got some 14-year-old kid just bullying you. Like, hey, watch your back, old man. But yeah, he left. And that's amazing. That's tough shit. That's tough nails. You don't hear about that these days. Hear about, you know, people would make a blog or write a Facebook post. That'd, that'd really get shit done. No, back then, you had to knock out your dad if he was beating your mom. And I, I condone that, right? You know? Fucking stop violence with righteous violence. It's the only way. <laughs> there can be only one way. And that's <laughs> punching out your dad. <laughs> All right, I got to take another little pee break. It's the morning. No one else is up. Fuck, let's do this. All right. Alright, that was spicy. There's something there, eh? Something possibly going on. <coughs> Let's go to another one. Okay. Uh, fuck raccoons. Everyone's always saying, oh, they're so cute. Oh, look at that. They, oh, you know, they're, oh, yeah, they're not so cute, you know? I'm trying to have a sex session. You ever have, you ever have, a, <laughs> you ever try to have a sex session and have it interrupted by a bunch of raccoons fighting in your backyard? And you get out there, and they're not just fighting. They're, like, fighting over a squirrel brain. There's just, like, a, a half-dead squirrel in the center of them. They're all, like, <laughs> it's really hard to get back in the mood, you know? I've never been I've never been cock-blocked by animals before until that day, right? The raccoons just for... And they didn't even care about me. It wasn't even they were intentionally trying to cock-block me, but they did. You can't hear... <laughs> and, and get turned on. If you do... Well, I don't know. Give me a call sometime. No, but it's just, it's, you can't, it's very difficult. 
<laughs> to, to get back into sex after you hear a group of raccoons chewing on a squirrel head, you know? And I've heard it before, hundreds of times. And I, and I never knew what it was. I, I've always heard this sound, but I never knew what it was. Like, I'd be sleeping, and then all of a sudden I'd hear, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds strange. And then I heard it, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, all those years, it was just a bunch of raccoons. It was a raccoon probably crawling up a tree and eating a squirrel's brain, right? But he wants to taste really good, because raccoons go out of their way for it. There could be a garbage can full of, like, KFC bones, or, like, a squirrel with a brain at the top of a tree, and the raccoon's like, ugh, just that squirrel brain, man. Like, I gotta eat that shit. Like, they're like the Illuminati of the animal kingdom, right? Hanging out in weird groups and backyards, strange meetings, traveling in packs. Like, I, I've, seen an, I've seen a raccoon fight club in my backyard. Fucking came home one night, heard some weird noises, come back there, there's just a bunch of raccoons in a circle, and two of them are fighting in the middle, just going at it. And then they stop, they come back out, and two more go in. And I'm like, this is a raccoon fight club. So I, like, tried to get in. I start moving my foot towards them. They're just, they didn't care. There's a, like, get out of here, loser. You're not ready for raccoon fight club. You are not ready for Raccoon Fight Club. <laughs> Def That'd be a sweet Disney movie. Raccoon Fight Club? I'd watch it. I'd give it a go. Eh? Who'd give it a go? Me. I would. This mic's falling all over the place. Uh, my apologies for the audio uh, problems. Uh, I should probably know what I'm doing with the microphone. I did go to school broadcasting, but it's just fucking up. And mics these days, they change them all the time. You know, you learn one mic, two mics, three mics, and ten new mics come out. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm done with this shit. Anyway, Raccoon Fight Club. It's a new movie for Disney I'm pitching. It should be great. I mean, the funny thing is, though, here, yeah, another thing on raccoon. Every time you see a missing cat poster, just know. Just know, like, 60% of the time, a raccoon ate it. A raccoon ate its face right off, right? Now, <laughs> I'm not sure if raccoons do that. You know, just eat face first. You know, just <clears throat> face first. And it's only only a face. Like Hannibal Lecter. Raccoons are just Hannibal fucking Lecter. They love face meat. And who doesn't like a nice, tasty face meat sandwich, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> Want to order a face meat coming up for the raccoons? <laughs> be a strange order to hear in a diner. You just look over, family raccoons. Like, how did they get the money to come in here? Well, probably in the garbage. You know, someone threw out a wallet. Maybe they found the money. Who knows? Who really knows? Who really knows? <sighs> All right. Um, let's go. Okay, yeah. Raccoon Fight Club. I like the, the sound. That, that's a good sounding joke. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but it's definitely like, it's, it's, it can be solid. It can be solid. Yeah. All right. So Mike, Mike's back on good. There we go. This is going to, I really hope you're stoned when you're listening to this because the audio is just going to make you trip out, bro. There's like a crow in a tree heckling me or something. I don't know. Probably trying to eat a squirrel's brain as usual. Damn, fuck. Man, I can't. Man, one time I watched a squirrel. This is the craziest squirrel thing I ever saw. I was hungover as hell on a couch, on my mom's couch in Guelph, and I'm just staring out the window, looking at the trees and the clouds. And there's like a power line that goes by, and from the top of my house, a squirrel jumps onto the power line, and it runs across. And I'm like, oh man, that's cool. Then, you know, nearly slips, grabs on, holds. Nearly slips again, grabs on, holds. I'm like, oh wow, what a feisty little fellow. He's holding on for dear life. Then a crow dive bombs him, and he dodges it. Another crow dive bombs him. He dodges it. Jumps to a tree, jumps back to the power line. I'm like, oh my god, this, crow, this fucking, this thing's awesome. He's freaking dodging birds, dodging crows. I'm like, oh my god, he, and he's just running for, and I, he's going for this um, big oak tree, I guess, where his home was, because that's at the end of the power lines, the biggest one close to him. And he's running down and running down, the birds dive. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna make it, he's gonna make it. Then he slips, falls down, hits the cement, and I'm like, no, no, he's dead. I'm up against my bay window now, like staring down the street, 
like some kind of reverse peeping Tom. It's like, oh my God, squirrel. And then uh, he starts moving. He gets back up and he, he starts running. I'm like, oh yeah. And then a car just ran over. It was fucking brutal, man. It was the most epic. I felt like it was a squirrel movie, you know? Squirrel the movie. But not one with a happy ending where he gets the check, right? And his... This one, he gets, you know, you think he's he's dead, then you think he's alive, and then he's actually dead again. It's, it was it was heart-wrenching. I felt a lot of emotions that day. Mixed emotions about squirrels. And uh, they're always kind of, they're a jittery bunch, though. You know, like fucking, you know, they only have a memory span of three minutes. So they're, they're like us when we're in the zone of like, where the fuck are my keys? You know, in the morning when you're trying to get somewhere, like, where's my keys? Where's my keys? Where's my keys? Where's my keys? I put them somewhere. I just had them in my hands. I put them down. I can't find my keys. Where the hell are my keys? Right, squirrels are just like, where's the nuts? Where's the nuts? Where's the nuts? I had nuts a second ago. Where'd I put them? So, like, they go, they hide the nuts, and then they forget where they were, and they start looking for them again. That's why they're always running back across the road. Like, they put a nut across the street, and then they're walking, like, oh, shit, my nuts. Where's my nuts? My nuts! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I wonder if squirrel got if squirrel got kicked in the balls with the yellow, my nuts. Huh? Is that strictly a human thing? Little uh, zippy joke for you, though, folks. They're like the zippy ones, you know? I don't know. So the process, what I'm going to do here, I'm going to take some of these, and I, what I do, I, I'd rewrite them, um, see if I can add anything more from my life into it, you know, and try to just spice it up and do a good bit, you know. Yeah, but it's, it's comedy's tough. It's not easy. Any aspiring comedians out there, I'd say try it, do it, but it's tough. It's hard. It's hard to make fucking people laugh all the time. Because I used to love. I feel like I used to just naturally always make like my friends, family, people I meet on the street, bus stops laugh. Every every time I was at a bus stop, it was my comedy show. I just start talking to the four people there, zipping, zamming, riffing on what's going on. You know, there's some ad in the bus stop thing, like yeah, chlamydia. I guess that's going around. You know, whatever. But you just go on it, right? And so, crowds get a lot tougher though when they're expecting a show, right? You know, if you show at a bus stop, you get like a half and half crowd. Half the people are like, fuck this guy. The other half are like, okay, a show, sweet. You get, but they're not expecting anything. They didn't pay money. It's a free show. So they're okay. They're okay either way. But you go to like, you know, a comedy club, try dropping jokes. They're expecting good fucking stuff. Right? You got to come in there right off the bat, insulting everybody, making fun of their mothers. That's the only answer. You just make fun of everyone's moms. You're going to do great. No, you, you, it's tough. It's, it's way different. Way different. So uh, I feel like as funny as I used to be, I'm like probably, I'm a good comedian now. I can write funny jokes, but I'm not as naturally funny because I, I think too much. I think, okay, what's that's funny, but it could be funnier. You try making things funnier instead of just going with the first natural funny thing. So make sure to hold on to your uh, what you think is funny as a, a comedy writer. Right? You always got to kind of just stay in that that zone. I don't know what the fuck. Why are you, don't listen to me. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm in a garage recording a podcast while my wife and kids sleep, drinking coffee and smoking weed at fucking 7:38 in the morning. Don't listen to me. Unless it's the podcast. You should definitely listen to the podcast because it's fun. But anyway, uh, moving on. Let's go uh, to another. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Millions of Canadians across the country use the food bank. Now, I used it before. It's like bread and leftover rations from the War of 1812. You know, I got, I, seriously, at one time it was 2013 and I got burgers from 2011 and frozen milk that had been expired for about five months. You know? How the hell does that work? You defrost the milk and you have to drink it 30 seconds before it spoils? I don't get that. You wonder why there's so many school shootings and fucking people messed up? Probably because they're drinking fucking frozen milk every morning, you know? I'd want to shoot up something if I had frozen milk, go to drink some cereal, and you have to mix it with a piece of frozen fucking milk. That'd be horrible. And the burgers were gross. I ate the burgers. Yeah, there's a reason why they expired. No, I, They probably weren't tasty when they weren't expired, right? I was like, oh, it's... Just freezing to make them okay? I don't know what the food bank's doing, right? They just need, like, a couple vegetables in there. 
hook up some homeless people or some, you know, down on their luck people with vegetables, get their brains going well. Food bank. It's fucking ridiculous. Goddamn food bank. Makes sense. Makes about as much sense as actually having a real food bank. You know, the bank's stupid enough, right? Putting our money into a place where we can't access it all the time. I never got that. Why the hell do we do that? Hey, let's uh, let's start a bank. We'll put our money into a place, um, but then we'll make it only open from 9 to 5 and uh, very difficult to access all your money if you ever want it. It's like, why don't I just keep it myself? It's like, oh, someone might rob you. Well, fuck that person. I'll buy a gun or a knife or a bear trap. Just put bear traps around my money. No one's going to take it then. You really don't need a bank. Imagine we actually had real food banks, right? Like, you know, it's like, you know, you shouldn't keep your food in your fridge. That's a very dangerous place. There's mice around your family. They can come and steal your food anytime you want. So what you should do is go to my fridge, right, and put your food there. Oh, perfect. Sounds good. Um, but, yeah, we're only open from 9 to 5, so uh, no midnight snacks and no food before 9. Right? Like, it's just stupid. Keeping shit, keeping your stuff in a place that's not your house or your pocket. Right? You got too much stuff if you need a bank and too much money if you're using a bank. Right? Just use a mattress. But you get better service from a fucking mattress anyway than a teller at the Canada Trust. God. And they're always so nice. They're always so nice to you until they see how much money you actually have in your accounts. They're like, oh, what is this person doing in here? Is he robbing the place? Like, what? He has $17 in his checkings account and he was born in 1984. That's something's wrong. That something is wrong. You know? I'm doing a little better now. You know? Thanks to Serb. C E R B for life. The Serb gang, bitches. What's up? Who's in that Serb gang? Who's in that Serb gang? But yeah, banks. Food banks. Stupid. Banks for fucking shoes. Yeah, a shoe bank. Yeah, I want to wear my shoes. Sorry, we're only open 9 to 5. You, if you want to use your shoes, come in between those hours and talk to one of our tellers. You know, it's just like... going Having a bitchy person in between you and your money is just the worst. Because you're like, look, I just want to get access to my money. I just want to get access to... The, hey, guys, can I... Like, I, they always give me a hard time for checks. They'll be like, ooh, you haven't deposited a lot of money, so we're going to have to hold it. I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm broke as fuck. So I need the money the most, and you're holding it on me. It's just a dick move. It's like, but, um, yeah, we just uh, we just don't. It's like I've been bank banking with you since I was 12. I've never f- screwed you over, right? I always would get other bank accounts and screw them over. Never you guys, Canada, trust. I always held you in a high regard. Canada was in your name. I trust Canada, Canada, trust. Turns out it's probably owned by China. Fucking Canada, trust. Who is it owned by? I don't know. Should look that up for uh, the research into this joke. Yeah, to research jokes. That's another thing with comedy. When you're doing jokes, you'll think of an idea. You'll start writing it, and then you'll be like, hey, i got to learn more about this. So you actually end up learning a lot about many different topics. It's pretty great. Pretty fun stuff, you know? Anyway, let's see what else we got here. Frozen milk causing school shootings. That could work. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Surgeons General is giving out hormones. Oh, no, that's pretty... Crazy joke. If I find out who's leaving it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is something. You know, um, <coughs> sometimes I'll be walking through a park, and, uh, you know, nothing's worse than stepping in a pile of shit. You know, big. I remember the, the funniest shit step I've ever seen. My buddy Lee Langridge in grade uh, 7, I think it was. We were walking in between lunchtime at our school, to the 7-Eleven, because that's what we do. Lunch would happen. We'd run to 7-Eleven, Little Caesars, get food, run back. And we're walking down the street, and he has these brand new Nike shoes. You know the Nike gels? They came out, they had, like, the gel in them. They're like, hey, well, we, we got to f- get kids to spend more money on shoes. What should we do? It's like, put gel in it. Kids love gel. They gel their hair. They, uh, that's pretty much it, but put gel in the shoes. It'll work. And it did. It was uh, So there was a cool gels, 
in the bottom of the shoes, made him comfy or some shit. Anyway, my buddy Lee had the first pair. He's walking down the street like, oh, yeah, I got my gel shoes. Boom, and he steps in, like, the nastiest pile of shit. Like, not the nastiest, pretty nasty, right? Then he's like, as he's, he's like, oh, my God, I just stepped in shit with my new shoes. We're all like, oh, brutal, dude. Then he takes two steps, steps in another pile, even nastier, like a red one. It was just, like, a red shit. You're like, oh, is that even shit? Or, like... Blood. It looked like more blood. Like blood that had just dried. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. We could be eating. Uh, and, and he's so is that, now both shoes completely covered in shit. We're like, dude, you got shit foot. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, then like he gets, we get to 7-Eleven, you know, he cleans off his shoes. We eat the pizza. We come back to school. And on our, on our way back to the school, he steps in the same pile of shit. So three times. Three st- shit steps in like the span of 45 minutes. It was pretty fucking great. But what I don't get is when I see... Uh, dog shit on the ground. You know, that, that pisses me off. But what gets me more is when people pick up the dog shit with the plastic bag and then just throw the shit that on the ground. You're like, buddy, just throw the fucking plastic bag out. Just throw the bag out, you know? Or just don't put the plastic bag around it. Leave the shit on the ground if you're going to do that. You're actually stopping the process of decay, right? You're actually stopping the process of fermentation. We need that shit to ferment, you know? And you're like, no, no. It's like, And I get it. You know, you pick it up. You're walking with it. Like, I'm going to do a good deed. But then you're walking with a shitty stink bag. And they stink. You're like, oh, this is gross. Oh, I can launch it pretty far, too. I want to, you know, treat it like a morning star or a slingshot. Like, phew, it's, I get it. Throwing shit bags can be fun. But if you are, if you are going to throw shit, don't just toss it into nature. Find, like, a CEO's house or a politician's, like, cottage property. Just, like, some douchey person's place. Set the bag on fire and throw it at their house. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't just throw it at nature. Nature doesn't deserve more of our shit. It takes on like 95% of our shit, all right? All of our shit goes into nature. It takes it. It uses it. Does stuff with it. Doesn't need any more of our shit, all right? So we should be nice to nature. Let's shit in bags and fucking throw them at people's houses again. That's how you used to get rid of it. It's actually a pretty good process. Great. Because no one gets hurt. Get the message across, right? Way better than, you know, mobs and killing people and shit. You throw shit. Throw shit at people. That's what we should be doing. You know, because it sucks. You get covered in shit. That's ruining your day. You got to go home and clean. You can't go and do the thing you're planning on doing if you're actually covered in a bag of crap. Unless your plan was to, like, roll roll in a pile of shit. (laughs) You're like, oh, perfect. You guys have saved me a lot of time. Thanks for throwing this bag of crap at me. It really helped. <laughs> Lifesavers. <laughs> uh, honestly. Plastic bags, fuck them. Whoever invented them, should just, we should make them eat them. Like, who invented the plastic bag? How has it not evolved into, like, biodegradable ones? We just all have good plastic bags. I feel like in the afterlife, if it exists... Or maybe this should happen. I don't know if I feel like I don't want this to happen. That'd be vindictive. But it'd be funny if in the afterlife, the person who made plastic bags just had to eat them all. It's like, all right, buddy, you want into heaven? It's like, yeah, yeah, I want to come in. It's like, all right, well, you made plastic bags. It's like, yeah, 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 I know. Awesome invention. Hey, does God like plastic bags? It's like, no, uh, he he hates them. What? It's like, yeah, he hates you. No, he doesn't hate you. He loves you, but he hates your invention. He doesn't like plastic bags. It was one of the worst things you did to planet. But, but they were so good. You could get groceries and put them in it. And, uh, yeah, you pretty much single-handedly caused obesity, right? People should have been walking out of the store with just the shit they could hold in their hands, you know? You got your meat, your butter, your juice, five items, a couple things jammed underneath your arms. That's all you need. But, no, you made, gave plastic bags. Now people can hold way more stuff than they ever fucking needed in their lives, right? It's ridiculous. So it's like, all right, buddy, if you want in, 
you know, you seem like a good guy. Here's what we'll do. We're just gonna, we're gonna make you eat every single fucking plastic bag. Every single plastic. Oh, it's Odie. Odie the dog. He's come to say what's up. He's a, one of the guests here on the podcast. He's, he's a pretty good guest. What's up, Odie? How's it going today? Arf, arf, arf. Arf, arf, arf. All right. Don't knock shit over. Fucking, all right. <laughs> Chill out, Odie. Hello? Oh, I'm doing a podcast. You know, that's uh, my neighbor, Iga. He's walking through, doing some chicken stuff, I'm guessing. Feeding some chickens. It's farm life. You know, you gotta feed some chickens. But, um, Odie, back off, buddy. I got nothing for you. Unless you want a pop. Or a bong hit, right? Anyway, um... Alright, moving on. Let's get to another... It's like you're hungry or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, shit. What are people... Okay, some you ever okay. This is another thing about reading old jokes. I'm gonna tell you this. You need it's like the reading the Rosetta Stone or hieroglyphics from the Egyptian pyramids because you look at it and you go, I. It's like west part west portion of worst part. I can't. You can't even. It's like you're deciphering a child's writing or some person who wrote in a language that we can barely understand. You know, the word husk is really Alaska because the A and the L combine. It's just it's it's tough. So. Because you write a joke, when I write jokes, I write as fast as I think, because I'm trying to get it out. I'm like, oh yeah, sweet, and I write it down really quick. So it's like, and I think pretty quick, and it's just like, oh, that's a, it's a really sloppy representation of my brain. Just how, <laughs> I wish I could show you guys a picture of this, but it's, um, it's really strange. Reading your own writing is kind of funny. You're like, oh man. Jeez. Uh, okay, this is, let's see, let's see this, alright. I feel like Snake Charming, back in the day, had to be the old school equivalent of working at McDonald's. Like, if you don't go to school, if you don't go to college, you're going to end up charming snakes somewhere in some back alley in Mumbai, right? You know, you go to the temp agency. All right, guys, all right, guys I need a job. What should I do? They're like, well, um, let's put your name into the database. And, oh, perfect. We got, am I going to be a gardener? It's like, no, I was just about to tell you what you were going to be. Give me a sec. So you're going to be mechanic? No, no, no. Just, just give me a sec, buddy. Stop interrupting me. I'm going to tell you what you're going to be. You're going to be a doctor? No. You know what? Screw it. You're going to be a snake charmer. That's what you're going to do. Snake charmer? Yeah, yeah. You got to go and charm snakes. It's not an easy job. It's tough. You don't get paid for it either. It's And everyone from the city gathers around and watches you charm snakes. They come to eat popcorn, hoping that you, you slip up and the snake bites your face. Like, that's why people went to watch snake charming. The music was okay. The snake was cool. But every, it's like Indy 500. You, you go to see a race. You know, if the race goes down, you're like, that's cool. But if it crashes, you're like, oh, my God. There was an insane crash. So I'm sure people, some people went for the snake charm. And I just love snakes and the charm. But other people were like, I'm going to go see some dude get his face bit, right? It's going to be great. And snakes are, they're slimy. They're gross. They're, they're not a, an easy animal to charm up with. You know, hey there, snakey, you know. What are you doing tonight? You want to go for a, a hot latte at a coffee shop? Maybe get to know each other? This bites you in the neck. Ah! Snake attack, right? <laughs> and, but snakes have gotten a bad rap, you know, due to the whole being the bad guy in the Bible thing, right? You know, they made Satan, was it, in the, in the Bible? He was a snake. So now anytime anyone sees a snake, you know, they, they get scared, really scared. Could be Satan, form of a snake. It's coming at you. I bet snakes are the best. They're always just trying to help us. Like, hey, buddy, there's a, <laughs> there's a mosquito on you. Let me come eat it. You just kick the snake. Or and then mosquitoes are trying to help you. Like, they're really giving you acupuncture where to slap. And we're like, no, you got a tight back. I just want to loosen you up with my <laughs> with my stinger. You're like, kill them all. We're just deeting them, spraying them. That's insane, actually. That the fact that we hate mosquitoes and bugs so much that we actually created a spray that just kills them all. Deet. And right? we couldn't live... Ha like, that, that, 
we've gotten out of hand at the top of the food chain, right? We honestly need to find another life form in this galaxy that's smarter and stronger than us, just to put us in check so we stop being assholes, right? We're like, oh, fuck, man. You mean there's a, there's a group of aliens out there way smarter than us? It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, and they think we're mosquitoes. They find us pretty pesky and annoying. It's like, in fact, they just made a spray, and they're spraying it on us right now, just like a human pesticide, because we, we're the dicks of the universe, you know? <laughs> Dropping nuclear bombs on each other. Like, you never saw animals doing that. The lions killing the hyenas, the hyenas... I mean, yeah, every, animals fight and kill each other. That happens. But to completely eradicate a species is just, it's, um, it's fucked up. It's a messed mindset. You know? Like, I've never been shit on by a bird. I mean, I've been shit on by a bird a bunch of times. Un, an uncanny amount of times. You'd figure I'd, I'd win the lottery. Or I already have and lost a ticket. But I've been shit on. But every time I get shit on by a bird, I don't go, I need to now kill every single bird. And just, like, I'm running over pigeons. I got slingshots out. I'm just like renting helicopters, flying them propeller first into flocks and freaking snow geese. No, I don't do that, right? Because you can't do that. Well, you could. But you just don't get angry at everyone just for that shit. Anyway, I kind of lost track of where I was at. Um, that happens sometimes here on the comedy podcast, as what we call it. But anyway, moving on to the next joke. Now, is a candlelit dinner a romantic gesture or just a, a way for a really cheap broke dude to try to get laid, right? You know, the electricity gets cut off. You have no money. You had a date set up with a girl. You're like, I got to cancel this, man. I have no electricity. How the hell am I going to? It's like, oh, I know what I can do. Candles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, candles. That'd be perfect. <laughs> you know, fire hazards all around the house. You can barely see each other. It's like, I'm going to look really good in this candlelight, right? I don't know if it's romantic. I think it's just cheap. Like, you know, let's turn on a light switch. Now, candles are kind of nice, I guess. I remember once this girl tried to burn me with a candle while we were having sex. She was like, hey, you want to try something kinky? Something kinky? Always say no. Always say no. It's weird. I, I mean, my whole life, I've always been happy uh, when I was having sex just to, to be near a warm vagina. Like, I love warm vaginas. They're awesome. Great. Nice. It was awesome. As a dude, you're like, I'm near boobs. I'm near vagina. That's amazing. I can finally, my life goal is done. I can die happy now, right? You know, but then girls are like, ooh, let's spice it up and tie me up or choke me or ooh, do this and that, do that. You're like, oh, well, I don't want to disappoint you, I guess. I'll do that. So this one girl, she was like, oh, wait, let me put some wax on you, pour hot wax. I'm like, why? Why do you want to pour hot wax on me? I thought we were enjoying this. Like, did, did I not do a good job at, at pleasuring you? I thought uh, I thought I was doing a pretty good job. It's like, but now you want to uh, reward me by pouring hot wax on me. I'm like, all right, I guess I guess I can do that. She's like, well, let me tie you to the bed first. I'm like, okay, the hot wax is one thing. Now you want to tie me to a bed so you can pour hot wax? That sounds strange. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I guess I can give it a go so this chick goes into you know tie my hands but i do the fucking secret like you know mission impossible cia hand move so like when she ties it it's not tight so i just like i expand my my hand so i know i could escape if i wanted so anyway i'm in there tied up she comes in with the wax she starts pouring it on me i'm like ah ah oh my god this is yeah this is painful this is like pouring hot wax on me it's exactly what i thought it would be this is not you know, not increasing my boner size or length or longevity. In fact, it's having the opposite effect. Now my dick's afraid that hot wax is going to land on it. And it's like, ah, 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 stay away, stay away. You know, and uh, so then she's like, I'll be right back. She goes into the other room, comes back with a camera, a camera. She's like, all right, say cheese. And I just, boom, I throw a flying kick from my position, kick the camera out of her hands, move, move my hands from the thing. And she's like, how did you get out of my, because you tied up, you're not good at tying knots. Don't be a sailor. Right? I never want to see you working at a yacht club down on the docks. So you cannot tie knots. She was all pissed off that I escaped. She's like, oh, you're such a pussy. Like, how come you let me really tie on? But you shouldn't. I can't believe I'm like, you're going to take pictures of me. What the fuck's that all about? You're going to come take pictures of me and show them to people? This is like, make fun of me? I don't want, I'm not down for that. 
You know? Doesn't that turn you on, the, the fear of having people take pictures of you while I'm pouring wax on you? It's like, no, it makes me not want to have sex. <laughs> Thinking about all that shit. Anyway. So ease up, ladies. You know, just be happy having sex. You know, it's nice. I appreciate penises for what they are. And vaginas for what they are, as, you know, the other way around, right? Like, I've never been like, you know what I need? is like, like, 15, like... <laughs> like 15 different piercings and like dyed hair completely whacked it's like no the vagina's a vagina they're all great in their own way they're warm inside they're nice it's like a nice little cove place to sleep it's, it's beautiful so don't 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 ruin a great thing anyway I think that's a that's a pretty good spot to uh to leave us off on I think I don't know let's see one last one um okay okay <laughs> free internet signs is <laughs> that's good so free whenever you're driving I was driving across Canada with my uh, girlfriend when she was pregnant and every place we went most most places would have free internet signs free internet and it's always an indicator that a place sucks you know they have to trick you into coming in by dangling free Wi-Fi in front of your face like hey don't you want free Wi-Fi it's like sure sure it's like our food sucks mm -hmm. The, the service is garbage, but, but we do get the, we do have this free Wi-Fi. It's like, sure, I'll come in. It's like, sure, yeah. There's a meth lab in every second room in this hotel. And the, the maids wake you up by uh, karate kicking you in the junk. And uh, we uh, we paint the walls with barf. That's what we do. We painted the walls with barf. But, hey, we got free Wi-Fi. It's like, yeah, I'll come. I'll come. Free Wi-Fi. Sounds good. You know, it's just a way, you know, dead hooker in the Bronx Spring. You got bed bugs nesting in your lungs. The bed sheets are made of asbestos. The complimentary breakfast is leftover food from the fridges that people left, from the food people left in their fridges. But we got free Wi-Fi. You know? When have you ever stayed in a hotel and checked the bill? Like, whoa, what's this extra charge? The twenty nine ninety nine. Ah, the internet charge. Yeah, they didn't have free Wi-Fi. Bullshit, man. It's always free. It's fucking Wi-Fi. Never pay for that stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, how was your stay at, at our lovely hotel here? It's like, well, the razor blade pillowcase was a little sharp, and the the water that came out of the faucet appeared to be pig's blood. Yeah, we had a little problem, a little cross in the lines. But uh, just one complaint. The ice machine was uh, rattling all night in the hallway, and I, I could not sleep. Oh, I see. So we get, so, uh, well, oh, I see. But we did give you free Wi-Fi. So, uh, you know, this is how you repay us, by complaining. I can't believe we gave you free Wi-Fi, and you're going to complain about these things. It's like, if you ever see a petting zoo with free Wi-Fi, do not go there. Sure, you can check your email, but you're going to get your taint ripped out by a rabbit ostrich or an alpaca of some sort or emu emus are the worst those things were just like ostriches with a ostriches is that the way you say it? ostriches is ostriches 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 yeah it's like an emu with a severe learning an emu is an ostrich with a severe learning disability right not so funny when it takes you so long to get it out that's another pointer if you're trying to say a joke don't take so long to spit it out get it out of your mouth say it and then it might be humorous. Anyway, folks, um, it's time for me to go. Got to go be a dad, live my life, do some stuff for the day. It's going to be great. I do have a comedy show coming up uh, the 15th, the 20th, and the 21st. Building up in Toronto. I'm going to give you the dates on the next show so you can come check it out. If you really want to see some live stand-up, it's great. Uh, also, yeah, message me at jameshammondcomedy at hotmail or gmail.com if you're interested in seeing some live comedy. Or, you know, just asking any kind of questions about comedy and whatnot. Anyway, it's been great. Thanks for listening. As I always say, it might not have been the moment you were waiting for, but it was in fact a moment. It's been the Comedy Podcast. I'm James Hammond. Have a great day.
Have a great day. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Da, da. <laughs> Have a great day there, you know. All right. Here we go. Done. Done, done, done.